This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Now it's time for Inside Hong Kong with Claire Huang, The Straits Times correspondent for the territory. Well, of course, Hong Kong is never too far away from the headlines. And this week, the city has turned its attention debating its new doxing rules, which has alarmed many tech companies. It has also seen more arrests that we have uh, told our listeners about in the news and is also tackling two very different Mm. vaccination stories. Joining us on the line to break down these headlines is Claire Huang, Hong Kong correspondent for The Straits Times. Claire, welcome back to Primetime. Hi, guys. Always my pleasure. Always good to have you with us, Claire. So let's start off with uh, Hong Kong police arresting the former executive editor-in-chief of the now-closed pro-democracy Apple Daily tabloid. What was behind the arrest and what's the latest on this? Well, um, former executive chief editor uh, Lam Man Chung was arrested yesterday. So this morning, Lam and three other former Apple Daily staff were all denied bail by the judge. They all faced charges under the national security law. Now, the remaining three are, um, you know, a staff writer who's, uh, who goes by the name Yong Ching Kei. Mm-hmm. He wrote under the pen name Li Ping. And then there's publisher Chan Pui Man. There's editorial writer from Wai Kong. So um, all of them had their... So these three had their police bail revoked yesterday. So they were re-arrested. And all four of them are facing charges for allegedly colluding with uh, foreign forces to ask for sanctions against China. The alleged offences took place uh, between July uh, July last year and April this year. So no plea was taken today and their case has been adjourned until end September. The judge um, who was appointed uh, for such cases, right, Victor So, uh, he said that there's not enough evidence to believe that the defendants will not commit uh, further acts of endangering national security. So he, that's the reason for denying bail. Now, two former senior executives of the paper, Chief Editor Ryan Lo and publisher Chung Kim Hong, were earlier charged also under national security. So the charges are all similar, as was the now defunct papers founder Jimmy Lai. Claire, more arrests as well uh, over some children's books. What is that about? Yes, Jim. Um, you know, the courts are very busy today. The police are very busy today. <laughs> national security police today confirmed they had arrested five members of the General Union of Hong Kong speech therapists. These are like two men, three women aged 25 to 28. They were arrested over three children's books featuring sheep. Now, Hmm. these books are suspected of inciting hatred towards the Hong Kong government. For example, the sheep represent Hong Kong people, and then the wolves are Hmm. mainlanders. And then one of the books suggested that uh, sheep can be killed while in custody. So basically, Hong Kong people can be killed while Hmm. in custody. So the police are saying that the drawings are clean, innocent, but the forewords in two of the books link the stories to the uh, months of protests, the anti-government protests uh, in 2019. And the publications glorified violence and incite young children to hate the government and the city's judiciary. I see. Now, Claire, in other news, Hong Kong's legislature began debating new legal rules that would criminalize doxing yesterday, which has worried the likes of Google and Facebook. But Eric Tsang says the bill strikes a subtle balance. What are the main concerns with the bill and how long might this debate take? 
Well, the personal data privacy amendment bill was tabled for the first time, first and second reading in the Legislative Council of their Parliament, and it started Wednesday, right? The mm-hmm. amendment aims to stop malicious publication of personal information to harass people. It's not meant to target the internet or a particular service provider. Now, Constitutional and Mainland Affairs uh, Secretary Eric Sang tried to assure people that the provision to block websites in the amended bill is only taken when internet platforms refuse to cooperate and take down doxing content uh, on their platforms. So the bill proposes releasing a person's data without their consent uh, could result in two years jail and a fine of 100,000 Hong Kong dollars. That's about less than 20,000 Sing dollars. Now, Parliament is to be prorogued end October. So I believe that it's realistic that they would pass this before that. Now let's talk about Carrie Lam. She has spoken out about her decision to break an election promise and to extend the city's anti-bribery laws to her own position by citing the need to safeguard national security. How has this gone down among the people there? Well, quite south. <laughs> Let me give you a background. So, Jim, a, a week ago, she told Parliament in a Q&A, right, that Hong Kong's bribery laws should never cover the city's leader, uh, adding that her successors shouldn't amend the laws either because this would undermine the chief executive's constitutional responsibility. Um, she said that, you know, uh, she found this out, you know, recently. So now Mrs. Lam had promised during um, her election campaign in 2017 that she would amend Sections 3 and 8 of the Prevention of Bribery Ordinance. So this covers, so that it covers the chief executive. Now the topic was revisited on Tuesday uh, in her weekly Q&A with the media. Now she stuck to not amending the laws to include the chief executive because she said that it would undermine, you know, the constitutional status as it's a local legislation. And she also said that this would pose uh, as a national security risk. Unfortunately for her, the spotlight was on how she said she was above the executive, legislature and judiciary. Mm. So the point about how, despite not amending the bribery laws, actually Hong Kong's chief executive can still be held accountable under other laws became sidelined. But as you can probably tell, this did not go down well with residents, um, not to mention that this was a total PR disaster. Mm. We're speaking with Claire Huang, Hong Kong correspondent for The Straits Times. Now, Claire, in news a little closer to home, a fully inoculated Singaporean reportedly got two jabs in Hong Kong to obtain local vaccination records to visit bars. How did this happen? <laughs> Yes, a um, 30-year-old man had returned to Hong Kong after getting two Moderna shots in, uh, in Singapore. Now he signed up for two more jabs here. And after receiving his second dose, he told the nurse he actually already had two shots back in Singapore. So the man wanted to get the jabs here in Hong Kong so he can have a Hong Kong vaccination records because the Singapore ones are not recognized you know, uh, over here by mm. local F&B oh. establishments and things like that. So he wanted to go to the bar. So this example presents what local media here says is a loophole because it's hard to check, right? I mean, logistically, it's almost impossible. So what they're doing now is the nurses have to ask before giving the shots uh, whether the person has had it before overseas and things like that. So, uh, you know, authorities are now saying, have said that they may prosecute the man because he was wasting valuable resources. Now, at this moment, we don't have any word on it yet, but it sh- this shines a light on how governments around the world, actually, inevitably need to figure out how best to have a system that recognizes vaccinations from overseas. And, you know, this 
story, uh, as I was talking to friends, you know, um, in group chats, one of them actually said, who went back to Singapore, said that she thought about doing the same thing because her Hong Kong records are not, it's too troublesome, basically. Basically, the governments haven't found a system to do it um, smoothly, as smoothly as possible, as easily as possible. Yeah, you one would think that they would have a streamlined situation to recognize vaccinations from all over the world, but not yet. Claire Huang, thank you very much uh, for shedding some light on what's happening there in Hong Kong. Claire Huang is Hong Kong correspondent at The Straits Times. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.